Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. But today you're not getting a full episode. Today you're only getting a bit, a bite, a slice of the apple. That's right. I just want to let you know what's coming up this Friday. This Friday's episode is a full episode. You're not going to want to miss it. But before we start, let me remind you. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. How are you making out, my friends? How you feeling? You feeling better than you did yesterday? You feeling stronger? That's good. Can't ask for better than that. How are you handling this coronavirus stuff? It's terrible. I tell you what, I'm up here in New York and my whole state is under quarantine. So we're we're stuck in our houses. And, you know, most of our group, we're disabled. We know what it's like to be stuck in the house. You know, we've been through it. We've talked about it before, how it feels like you're a prisoner in your own house. And a lot of people now are kind of feeling like we felt. They're stuck in the house. You can't go anywhere. Plus, all the, all the businesses are closed. There's, there's nothing. There's no restaurants. There's no movie theaters. There's no bowling alleys. Nothing. You know, there's a gas station. Uh, you, can get a, you can get takeout food from a restaurant. But there's no outside life really right now. And for New York, the city that never sleeps, well, it seems like it crashed. And there's nothing. The streets are empty. This is like a ghost town here right now, but it's what we have to do. This is like a nightmare, this, this virus. This isn't, this isn't a, a cold where you get it, you get a couple of sniffles, you blow your nose, it goes away. This kills you. And especially for us, the disabled, you know, our, our immune systems are, are compromised in, in many cases. We're taking medication, so it throws us into flux with this virus and what it has, we're, we're on the endangered list with this with this virus, and it's scary. This is like a nightmare that we can't wake up from, but you know what? Things can always be worse. You're in your house, you're safe, you're away from other people. That's You have to do what you have to do, and it doesn't make sense to wring your hands about it or whine about it or whatever. You have to do what you have to do to stay alive, and it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is right now. That's it's terrible. But I got, I got some updates here that I've been pulling off the computer and off the TV and off the updates from the CDC. And I just want to pass this along to you. Some of the filthiest public surfaces, public surfaces that you can come across are gas pump handles, mailbox handles, escalator railings, ATM buttons, parking meters and kiosks, vending machine buttons. Public door push and pull handles, you know, to get in and out of the stores. Touchscreen food kiosks, like you go into a sandwich shop and you order your, your sandwiches on a, on a screen. A public sink or toilet handles. Elevator buttons. The refrigerator doors in a store, the, the commercial refrigerator doors. Shopping cart handles. Self-checkout screens. You go into Walmart and you go to the self-checkout. Car door handles. Your own car. You don't know who's touched it. Money. <laughs> Money is the dirtiest thing in the world. And believe it or not, other people. That's why they tell you not to shake hands. 
you know, bump elbows, touch feet, but other people. And that's how the, that's how this virus is uh, traded off by touch, by bodily fluids. Now they have some suggestions on how you can protect yourself from these things. One of them, the first one is, is carry hand sanitizer and use it after every touch. But number one, try to find hand san- sanitizer right now. Number two, that gets expensive. So the next thing is wear, wear latex gloves. Carry latex gloves with you. Again, try to find them. Hospitals can't find them here right now. Carry plastic bags. You know, the shopping bags that they're trying to ban. <laughs> Carry them around with you. Use them, throw them out. Put them over your hand, open the door, throw them out. Get sandwich bags. Again, it can get expensive, but I'd rather pay the extra money for the sandwich bags and pull the door open with that than have to worry about getting this virus. Jesus. Uh, when you pay your bill, pay by debit card or credit card. Don't don't use cash. I'm not. I don't even have cash on me anymore. No cash, no change, no nothing. I just pay by debit card. Or you can download the apps that they have now. Like you go to Dunkin' Donuts, they have an app. You can pay right over your phone. You never even have to touch anything. Or McDonald's has it. Burger King has it. Wendy's has it. You know, the fast food joints, they all have it. Uh, Keep a supply of napkins or tissues or pieces of paper towel with you at all times and just take them out of your pocket. Use it to grab the door. Shut, you know, open and close the door. Throw it away. Avoid touching skin to skin with anybody. That that's It sounds terrible, but that's where we're at. Avoid touching other people. It's hard and we're isolating ourselves from other people. But the other thing too is what you have to do is stay in contact with other people. Don't isolate yourself totally. Talk on the phone. Talk on your computer. Text. Go on Facebook. Go on Instagram. Go on Snapchat, wherever you go, go on social media. Just stay connected with other people, but just don't touch. <laughs> it's that simple. And it sounds, well, it sounds simple, but it's not. But don't isolate yourself altogether. We need, we need social isol- isolation, but, well, we need physical isolation. We don't need social. Physical isolation, but be social. Don't isolate yourselves completely from everybody else. Because that can bring on depression and a whole bunch of other problems that we don't need. Oh yeah, and I want to know, can I ask you, what is it with hoarding toilet paper? Now, we're in this apocalypse, kind of. And I've watched The Walking Dead for 10 years. And in 10 years, not once did I ever see a fight over toilet paper. Yet, (laughs) yet. I turned on the news last week and there was brawls in the aisles of supermarkets over toilet paper. Is there something I don't know about this? I mean, I'm I'm isolated. I'm quarantined in my house, but I don't see a need for like 120 rolls of toilet paper. I don't understand it. If anyone knows, please shoot me a letter. Shoot me an email or a message. Let me know what the need for the toilet paper is. Oh boy. But we're going to get through this, my friends. We're definitely going to get through it. Now, I want to let you know what's coming up this Friday. This Friday, we're going to be talking to a lady and a gentleman from Canada, Courtney and Mark. They represent a grassroots organization called Hope for Ataxia. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of ataxia. Ataxia is a term for a group of neurological diseases that affects movement and coordination. 
People with ataxia often have trouble with balance, coordination, swallowing, and speech. Ataxia usually develops as a result of damage to a part of the brain that coordinates movement. Ataxia can develop at any age, and it's typically progressive, meaning it can get worse over time. It's a rare condition affecting about 150,000 people in the U.S. Now, that's just in the U.S. Mark and Courtney are from Canada, and they've started a group there. They're going to join us on Friday, and they're going to explain about their group. The name of their group is Hope for Ataxia. Now, I, ho I hope you're going to join us because they're going to explain this, and I find it interesting. I've done some research on it, but they're the ones in the know. They're going to explain this, and I think you're going to be blown away by it, actually. But if you want to you want to find out something before Friday, you can go over and take a look at their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash hope for ataxia. Now, there's a lot going on on that Facebook page. There's a lot of conversations, a lot of people. I didn't realize how widespread this disease is, and it affects a lot of people. You know, like it says, more than 150,000 people in the U.S. alone. So join us on Friday and get the scoop from Mark and Courtney on ataxia and find out what their group is doing to try and find a cure for this. I think you're going to find it very interesting. Okay, so make sure you're here Friday and I'll talk to you then. And remember, things can always be worse, no matter what. Even right now with this coronavirus, things can always be worse worse no matter what someone wishes that they were in your position right now so things can always be worse my friends and remember this too no matter what no matter how dark no matter how bad things seem the best medicine is laughter always look for the bright side laugh okay listen i'll talk to you friday you'll meet mark and courtney on friday we'll have a good time take it easy take care my friends be calm be well, be safe. You've been listening to A Slice of the Apple. My name is Jimmy Apple. <laughs>